Hi, everyone. Thank you for listening to Fresh Faces. I'm Aggie Gold, talent agent and former manager. This is my exclusive podcast about how to get your child into commercials, television, and the movies without getting ripped off. I remember when I was about 18, and I guess that was about in the late 60s, I wanted to get into show business, so I had to do something. I was itching to do it. So I went to the local temples and churches in my neighborhood, and I asked them if I could put on shows with children, and they said, yeah, why not? And I did. I put on the greatest shows, and I was doing that all over like I lived in New York, but I lived in the suburbs. So this was like in the in the local towns. That's where I did all this producing and directing. Then I went to a summer camp and I was a drama uh, director. And I did that for a number of years. And then I got married and I used to sit there and fold laundry and watch my favorite soap operas. So I figured, hmm, I want to be on a soap opera. I don't have to be the star. I'll be a little lady sitting in a restaurant. And I decided that that's what I was going to do. I'm very persistent. When I put my head to something, I'm going to do it. So I got the name of a casting director of all my children. And honestly, I had no idea what a casting director was at the time. But I called her. She was very nice. And we went back and forth with phone calls. And probably eight months later, I got a phone call from her. And she said, you are going to be a woman in a coffee shop on all my children. I was so excited. So I went down to the studio and the studio was in Manhattan. It was under a marquee at the time. And it said, all my children. So I stopped people on the street and I had them take pictures of me going into the theater with all my children. Then I had people on the set take pictures of me as I was sitting at the table with this person who kept saying to me, without speaking, he just kept moving his mouth. And I kept saying to him, what are you saying? Finally, when there was a cut, he said to me, or a stop, he said to me, that's what you do when you sit in a restaurant, you move your mouth, you make believe you're talking. So I learned a great deal. Anyway, this was wonderful. And then I decided, you know what? This is so unique. A housewife from the suburbs um, who wants to be a soap opera extra. I'm going to write a story about it. So I called Good Housekeeping Magazine, which was a really great publication at the time. And I remember sitting in their reception area during lunch hour, eating my lunch, just waiting for the editor to come out. Finally, she would come out. She's saying, I see you sitting here every day. I said, I have a story for you. She said, okay, what is it? Come into my office. So I said, I'm a housewife from the suburbs. I want to be a soap opera extra. And I did it. I was on all my children and here are my pictures. She was so excited. She said to me, listen, if you write the story, we'll pay you between 500 and $1,500. If I put one of my staff on to write the story, you're not going to get anything. I said, nope, I got to make the money. I'm going to write it. So one night I stayed up till about four in the morning. I wrote the story. I sent it to her and I still have it. But she sent it back with a little note saying for a non-writer, this is excellent. They published the story in three months and they paid me. Now, remember, it was between 500 and 1500 and they paid me a thousand. So I, they could have gave me 500, but they gave me a thousand. I was so excited. Anyway, they published the story with my pictures and I took copies of this story and I sent it to every talk show in America. 
I sent it to Our Magazine. I mean, shows that nobody's ever heard of. And Good Morning America, the Today Show. I was on every show because I was an extra on a soap opera. Then I started working as an extra on a lot of soap operas. I was a nurse on The Doctors. I was a bar, uh, a bar, a bar person at on Ryan's Hope. I did so much work. And then I said to myself, you know, maybe you'd like to get a role where they give you a speaking part. <laughs> so I said, all right, I got to go to acting school. And I did. I found a local acting school. And I never, oh, I did get a speaking part. I have to say on One Life to Live, they wanted a mother because I have two, I had two daughters by then. And this was like in the seventies. And they were both on Sesame Street as regulars. So they were in the union. So I got a call from um, One Life to Live and they said, we need a mother with a child in the union. That's me. So I went with her. It was pouring rain. We were on the streets of uh, Forest Hill shooting the scene. And my poor daughter, I, she was three years old. I had her bundled up because it was freezing. And she looked at me and she said, I don't want to do this. And I said, well, you have to do it because we promised we would. But you don't ever have to do it again. We did it. I had my line. My line was, we're going to go see daddy. <laughs> and she said, woohoo, or something like that. So then... I decided, you know what? I went back to, by the way, doing plays at temples and churches. And sometimes I would get a call from a casting director saying, do you know any kids that could fill this particular role? And I did. I had met very talented children. And every child that I sent to the casting director booked the role. So I said to myself, you know, this is silly. Do it for money. So that's when I decided that I was going to become a manager. But then I also thought about, okay, there's a million managers out there. We got to do this a little different. So at that time, redheads were considered the all-American look. So I decided only to interview redheads. So I interviewed hundreds of redheads, and I came out with a booklet, a, a, like a page that had 18 redheaded children, ages 3 to 18, in color. I sent it to every newspaper in America and they and and television newsroom. And the next weekend, I remember Stormfield's daughter, whose name is, I don't know if anyone knows who Stormfield is, but he was a very famous uh, weatherman. His daughter was Allison Allison Fields. She came down to my studio and interviewed all these redheads singing, there's no business like show business. And she aired it at least four times over the weekend. Monday morning, my phone was ringing off the hooks. I had producers, casting directors, everybody was calling me. And my children were booking. And then in about three months, I opened it up to all colors, hair colors, skin colors, everything. And my, my agency became really well-known. And but what really bothered me was that a day wouldn't go by that I didn't get a phone call from a parent or uh, or a letter saying that they have been ripped off. They have this talented child who they really wanted to get into the show business, but they have been ripped off thousands of dollars. And I, I couldn't stand it. It was just horrible. I met people like this who were ripping people off. And I decided that that was going to be my my 
my goal in life to get kids in the business without being ripped off. This, this podcast that I'm doing is, is for you, parents out there and children. And I'm hoping that one day I'll get phone calls and I'll get parents calling me. You could put your children on with me. I don't care. I'll tell you if they have the potential. Uh, be prepared because I'm very honest and I will let you know if your child should be in show business or not. You might be all familiar with uh, some of the clients that I began in this business. Tatiana Ali, she was in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Joanna Garcia, Are You Afraid of the Dark? And Alec Mappa, who everyone knows, who's been in Ugly Betty, Desperate Housewives, on Broadway, in M. Butterfly. I could go on and on and on. Alec has done a million things. While I was running my agency... Uh, I I would get phone calls from parents telling me that they wanted to get their kids into show business, but that they had spent thousands of dollars, hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars, and they were ripped off. And now they don't even want to touch it. And I said to myself, this is terrible. Some children need to be in this business. And I just said that, you know, from now on, I'm going to become an advocate and I'm going to tell parents, teach parents how to get their kids in the business without being ripped off. So listen next week to hear more about me becoming a manager and what I did to change the industry. Storygram Network.